this good technique, he will be elite. If this technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Blue Splits. As you heard me, I'm assuming we voted for Dan Feeney before we voted for Ronald Blair. If not, then it's going to be weird timing. But you heard me in the Feeney review say I'm doing two shows today. You'll notice the shirt, the big ticket Becton shirt. Um, <coughs> hint towards I'm going to be doing toward not hint towards just for that say I'm going to be doing two reviews today. This is the second one, um, Thursday, June 24th. Again, I like to preface the time I'm recording it. <coughs> so if something happens, let's say it's July 7th, something happens, you have to sign somebody, and then the show releases July 8th. They're like, why didn't you talk about that? That's why I'm recording this probably three weeks, four weeks before you're watching it. In my time, the, it's a future time where you guys are watching this, uh, the Steelers just released guard uh, David DeCastro, who's 31 years old. Um, I know he's still relatively effective with the Steelers last year, but I know he struggled a little bit more than in past. And apparently they released some $8 million that cleared. Now friends are freaking out that they want him. Um, but it's already coming out pretty quickly after um, that he's evaluating his future. He has a relatively serious ankle injury and he might retire. So let's chill a little bit on that. Again, you guys know what happens in three or four weeks from now anyway. So this is probably pointless for me to even talk about. But I'm just touching on what literally just happened. I hit stop on the feeding thing. Twitter started going, looked it up. And uh, that's what happened. So number five minutes after that all happened. Um, today, we're getting to Ronald Blair. I'll read the strengths and weaknesses at the end. Um, you know, overall for Blair, um, kind of just quickly before I get into it, and you can read the article for my full, kind of kind of fuller thoughts um, in terms of like the situation he signed to, minimal contract, um, played under uh, Salah. Oh, let me bring up his uh, measurables. Um, played under Salah, so they have um, familiarity with – toted for being a really high character type guy at college. Um, Salah had a quote, something, don't, don't quote me. I'm not necessarily quoting him, but something to the effect of if you want to win football games or if you want a good player or whatever, you, you, you want Ronald Blair on your team. So clearly he likes him. Um, and the Jets kind of had a need at run stuffing defensive end because they have a ton of talent on the, on, on, on the, interior, on the interior. They have Carl Lawson, who's obviously a great you know, edge as well. Um, typically plays on the right side. He's not a great run defender. He's, he's decent, not great. Um, but with the left side, you had, you know, a mixture of JFM and Huff and uh, Vinny Curry. No, no guy is really a, a good run stopper. So one of those needs going in later into the season, not one of the primary ones, it's okay. We, need, we still need to run stuffing defensive end. Who could do it? Ronald Blair was signed, and that's who he's going to be um, for the Jets. 28 years old. Uh, tore his ACL in – 2019 like week 14 or 15 whatever it was um was supposed to come back sometime last season and then apparently there was some setback with the injury and he had to have another surgery so he was out for a full um year plus so he hasn't played in a good amount of time a year and a half since it happened but um you'd hope he'd be healthy and again he's probably going to be a guy who, who plays you know uh maybe 25 to 50 percent of the reps depending on the game who we're playing how run heavy they are etc um, but transparent, again, 28 years old, so it's still in his prime, uh, 6'4", 279. Uh, I watched 2019 
uh, weeks one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So every game he played in 2019. I'll give the transmissions at the end. Again, with shorter reviews, I tend to have less of an ex- extensive list of strengths and weaknesses because I do not want to just say something to say something. I have to see it multiple times. If I don't see it multiple times, it does not get listed. So, um, first play, strong edge. Um, he, again, is brought in for his run stuffing ability. He's not just a one-trick pony, though. He can rush a little bit, um, but primarily he is a really strong edge setter. Like, he is just powerful, um, powerful off the snap. Um, here we see the explosion off the line, good hand placement in terms of being inside leverage and completely pops up that edge. Now that's, that's, that's an edge that's going to be hard to, to run against. If you're trying to widen this, um, you're not cutting outside of him. There's no way. And he has enough control with that inside arm and leverage where if you did try to try to hit the B gap right here, um, he's going across the face and tackle you. So he shuts a, he sets a really strong edge here, even though it's, you know, um, like a, like a tight belly zone here. So he's not really going to get out there anyway. Regardless, still a really good play. And then you're going to see him once he notices the run go inside. Now he's going to try to get back back in on it, cross the face, arm over, punch through, chop, and uh, get back in on it. Or try to get back in on it if he could. Uh, obviously, he gets tackled already. But uh, next pop effort, okay, right here. Call him wide five. Again, we went over this a lot with other guys. You know, if you want to call him a wide five or a seven or a nine, I don't really care as much as long as you're consistent with how you use it and you describe how you use it. So call him a wide five. Wants to set a strong edge. They're running an inside zone. He's going to take that open chest, set the edge, maintains outside leverage, but he wants to control him. Maybe play the B gap. But... First and foremost, get into him, create that push, set a strong edge. Hands inside, leverage, pops him right under the right under the, the, uh, the chin strap, stands him up, blows him backwards. So now the edge is really strong here. Sees the running back, sees he can shoot, tries to shoot, dives, uh, doesn't make the tackle. But in terms of a strong edge set, you know, uh, I would argue this is pretty damn strong from, from Blair right here. Pretty strong edge. Better cut back. He is very, very powerful. Arm over. Okay. Uh, he's right here as a, this is how I label six I, six I wide five, I, you know, not, or not a wide five, a loose five. There's a difference. Um, but I'm going to call, I would say he's a, a six I. Um, again, with more guys like filling gaps in the goal line like this, you have a little bit more flexibility um, to shoot a backside gap. It, it depends on the situation. It, it really does. Um, but here, if he has a linebacker who's reading this and he can just play this block however he wants, that, that's fine. You know, be aggressive, cool with it. So is aggressive with it. 87, the, t- the tight end. Um, is like base blocking him. So he's going to feel a move inside. Screw that. I'm going to take advantage of the open, uh, the, the backside uh, B gap or the B gap here. That's where the, he's moving away from. Club him, take him where he's going, arm over, completely just, just shed him. Just absolutely no shot. 
the power in that club um, is good. Again, good, good feel for it, you know. Club, find the quarterback, create the pressure. Now, yes, you know, they, they run a little flat seven right here. Gets a touch on Eifert. Um, but in terms of Blair, like, uh, yes, he, he wins right here. I, I would say he wins, you know. So, good job with the club arm over, getting that pressure. Hard edge, okay. He's right here, seven tech. Um, so, he has good explosion out of the snap. But that's different than acceleration. When he's standing up, his acceleration is not good. So, he's a guy who, and I've heard some people, I'm not going to say names. I honestly forget who it was, who, who think that two-point stances are more conducive to explosion than a four-point or three-point stance where you literally have sprinters. Every single sprinter runs with their hand in the ground, starts with their hand in the ground. You don't see any sprinter start from, from, from uh, you know, standing up, up uh, like straight, you know. There's a reason for that because you're, 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 you're leaning forward and now you're just – you're exploding into your momentum. When you're standing straight, you have to create more momentum than you do from whatever. Nonetheless, seven tech, explosive out of the stance. Okay, again, pretty strong edge here. Um, 89 shuffles inside. He wants to, ma he wants to maintain his, his, his inside leverage right here because the run's going inside. Um, you don't want to block Blair with a tight end unless it's like they're running opposite and he's like a sifter or something like that and just kind of trying to get positional leverage. But if you're trying to pop him up with a tight end, uh, good luck. It, you're not going to really build – like you can do it with a tackle, but even then I, I don't like your chances depending on who the tackle are, or who the tackle is. So, um, again, comes off of the ball, hard edge, leverage is pretty good. Takes the open chest again. And you can see him literally, you know, for just that split second, lift the tight end off of his feet with the tight elbows. Stack him. Eyes are outside because he's trying to contain the edge. Um, um, Mixon bounces it outside where he is. And again, versus an edge like that, you do not want to do that unless you're uber athletic or trust yourself to break the tackle, whatever it may be. Um, drops sheds because he just popped them up. Uses his arm length, nice 34-inch arms, which comes, which is good um, for your tackle radius. Just because you have long arms doesn't mean you have a tackle radius. I'm not saying he has a longer tackle, a big tackle radius, but his arms do help um, the radius in general. So wraps him up, power brings him down. A lot of a lot of good plays in terms of the run stuffing. Uh, chop, play five right here, wide five again. Good stance, explosive out of it. He's a good chop move. He's a guy who sometimes I want to see him play angles more, where he does right here, because guys are going to set inside hard on him because he's powerful. So they're going to kind of sit down more versus him, where versus speed guy that might get outside um, and be more willing to, to face your bull rush because you're not as strong. But with him, you want to play those angles. You want them to sit inside to get outside because guys are going to have to sit down versus you. So – he takes, you know, two steps up field or one step up field, one step up field, stabs inside, which gets him to sit down. You're going to freeze his feet or freeze his feet. Freeze, freeze his feet. There you go. Freeze his feet. Hop outside off of it. Good, good. Uh, and you see Donald do this a lot, a lot of the times. I'm not comparing him to Aaron Donald in any way, but this is like one of his moves. Stab inside, cross chop. Swipe just in case he didn't land. 
another chop coming over. You're, he doesn't have the best bend cornering ability and stuff like that, but overall it's still it's still a win and he gets he gets somewhat of a pressure. So we'll watch it again. But good job. Stab inside Adam to, to freeze him. And he does. And they're going to freeze because if he gets you in a bull rush, we are not sitting down. He's powerful. Uh, power, but high. Yeah, he, he so he has a good bull rush in terms of power. Um, but overall, sometimes he comes into it high, like leaning at the waist, and his hands are wide. He still is able to overcome that at times because of the actual like, the power he has. But um, with better technique, he'd, he'd even be more effective. Six eye right here. Six, actually, just a straight six. And even with bad hand placements, he's going to pop some guys back. So comes off of the ball, more of an aggressive angle at the tackle. Again, not the best leverage. Like he gets under, he gets under him. Um, and he is, you know, he's 6'4", um, which is, I would say, like decent height for – or it's, it's solid height for, for DN. That's, that's fine. That's, I would say that's about average. Um, but you do want to see him get a little bit more leverage. Like he's leaning a little bit from the waist. It's not, it's not fantastic. It's not bad. But what you're going to see is, again, the hands land wide. Right hand comes over the top. The left hand seemingly does too. Cannot guarantee it, but I'm, I'm very confident it comes wide. So in terms of you bull rushing, again, you want tight elbows. You want it to be inside the chest. You want extension, you know, tighter the elbows, chest control, more power generated, et cetera. We've talked about it a thousand times. Again, you've watched a lot of reviews this offseason if you're watching Brian Blair. Um, no offense to him at all. You know, you know what I'm saying? This is like my whatever review. Uh, not conducive to the best bull rush, but he has power still. Drives his feet, still pops the guy up, even with bad hand placement. He literally lifts him off of his feet, <laughs> even with bad hand placement. So ridiculous power, angles inside to to where uh, Dalton is. Dalton, you know, gets outside the pocket. But overall, again, good and bad. Good in terms of power, bad in terms of some of the technique there. But uh, still an effective play for him, creating that pressure. Blair sack. Okay, right here, uh, six, seven. I want to technically call it a tight seven because his, out, his helmet's on the outside shoulder. I'm cool with that. If you called it a six, I wouldn't be up in arms. Yeah, I do not understand blocking him with tight ends. Like, I, I get sometimes I have to do it, and he's not clear on Mac, but he's just way too strong for these guys. Even without bad, like hand placing, like whatever, I'm not saying this, this necessarily what this rep is, but um, – Again, he's gonna get into him, even if it's even if it's you know um, a situation where, which I, th I think he I think he sees the the run fake or whatever it may be. He, he's setting a he wants to set a strong edge regardless, so he he's going to angle off to the outside. Um, some now sometimes if he knew this was a run, he could shoot this backside gap if he has somebody like exchanging and filling a, you know the outside like an apex or whatever maybe. Um, but uh, here he gets outside. Looks like the left lands inside the right. I'm not sure where it does. Regardless, he's gonna pop a tight end back. Pretty much every tight end in the league. Um, maybe unless it's like a you know Trevon freaking Wesco. But if you don't have your feet under him, you're not working towards him. You're sliding away from him, and he's popping you back. I don't think anybody's really gonna be able to do that. Um, maybe one time out of ten they can, but that's not a good percentage. So pops him back. Now the now the uh, he has a, a, a cleaner track to the running back, a cleaner arc. 
The right hand is what he has to work against the most. Arm comes up, forks it, lifts it off of him, or tries to. There's a holding um, that's not called because every other time that's coming off of him. But clear a hold that is not that is not called. Works through it, gets the sack on Dalton. So just power to pop, take the edge, angle outside, fork in the hand should should create you know that should be a hold, but it's a sack, so that's even better. Player bull rush. It's be the way he wins when he does on the edge for the most part. Uh, wide five right here. Leaning heavy on those hands. Again, pretty explosive at the snap. You can see, like in terms of like his secondary gear, top speed, it's not he's not the best at that. But because he's so um not even because he's so wide, but you have to be aware of like your angles. And if you're gonna rush up field hard like this. And, and you're going to let the tackle get on you, it's going to be, unless you're super bendy, it's going to be really hard for you to get um, to the point where you corner, where it's going to be at an angle conducive to get to the quarterback because you're not going to be, you know, uh, too deep to get to the quarterback. So he's in a rush up field. He knows that. Now he's going to take it straight, straight line right through instead of trying to loop around. Um, so he's going to take it straight through, takes advantage of, his, of the arm length. 34-inch arms is good. Um, I think he takes advantage of it. There's guys who have length but don't take advantage of it. He does here, reaching out for the for the chest, reaches out, gets it. You let him get your chest, going to be in trouble. Good leverage into it. You know, powerful. You know that that shin and and, and his upper body on the same same place. And again, if you're in a guy's chest, you have you have control. You have a little bit more flexibility to to be leaning. As long as you have good placement, you're blowing them backwards. Um, if you start to come into a block like that, you're going to get probably thrown to the ground. But once you get into his chest, you have some flexibility to do so. Drives through his hands, bull rush. You can see you can see the movement created in a hurry. Quarterback gets rid of the ball quickly, but um, good job creating a ton of movement really quickly. Gets right onto the to the lap of the quarterback. Bull take for ride. Okay, so. Somebody's getting popped back right, right here. Um, he's right here. Wide five. Yep. So, again, another situation where he just wants to take the open chest and bull rush. It's, you know. Left tackle's hands land wide. You don't want this, this action. I think it's building the way of it, too, but this is not a good block. You know that that whole thing. Unless unless you're, you're you're hug techniquing and you're trying to come over the shoulders, but I would definitely advise against hug techniquing Blair because if he gets your chest, have fun, and that's what happens here. Rushes towards him, open chest, takes it. Pretty good leverage right here. Now he's really under his pads, and he's just going to drive through those hands and continue to work in those hands and just continue working at a at an angle directly towards the quarterback. And literally gets the quarterback hit. Like, does that count as a quarterback hit? I don't, I don't know because he doesn't technically hit him, but he drives the guy back into the hit. So I would think it counts as a hit. But a hell of a ball rush right there too. Like you could, you are not anchoring down versus that. So in terms of like, oh, he's just a run guy. No, he's he's a decent pass rusher too because of his power. You know. So I like Blair. I was I was I was excited watching this overall. 
for the contract he got, you know, I think the contract comes because of the lack of playing time the last year and a half because of an injury. Questions if he can come back from it, but in terms of like a like a low risk, higher reward type deal, um, it's low risk. Explode pop. Um, he's right here. Ride five. Again, so a lot of these offensive linemen, you know, are are are, are blocking, and then they're going to get out. Um, the tackles here are both going to kind of stay into block. Um, the, the interior offensive line is designed to get out, um, but especially with Blair, like you want to block him. You don't want to just let him free because he's in that throwing window. So you do want to block him. Um, you see some of the explosion off of the ball right here. Now, what does he do? Again, frequently takes the chest. Um, the right hand doesn't land into it, but he still leans his upper body into it and pops him in the chin. So that's going to create that, that, uh, that pop left hand looks like it lands inside the right hand isn't clean or cleanly landed inside, but it still gets onto the shoulder. So that's, that's good enough with left hand inside leverage. Good angle. Good pops him up. And, uh, again, completely throws him inside and now Blair is right in his face. Again, not ideal, you know, for the quarterback. And he's going to take a shot. Yeah, at least a little. Good job not running through that and creating a big shot where it's going to be a, a penalty. Good job uh, gearing down right there. But uh, still a good play. By the way, it's only 19 plays. We're halfway through. Uh, you know, Blair and Croft. I think Croft's like 28 plays or 24 plays. Coleman's like 29. Uh, I don't have any, any more over 30. Uh, Neesman's going to be like 19, 20, I think. Uh, he's right here. You know, wide five, six I, but he's flexed out. So he's not really a part of the formation in terms of like the offense line. He's not attached. So call him over wide five. Again, you know, decent pass rush here. Now he gets chipped from 85, which was – is that Ebron at this point? I, I don't I don't know if he's on the team at this point. I think I think it's Ebron. So he gets chipped, but still powerful enough to 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 work through it and then back into the tackle, who again like goes for you know, not the best block, let's be honest, you know. Stance is too wide, high, chest open, like not a good block. Um, but he's expecting to kind of just catch him after the after the chips. So he just wants to catch him because now, you know, like I said, with the bull rush, um, with like a hug technique type deal with a guy with full momentum, it's going to suck, you know, to try to, to try to anchor down. Now, if he gets popped and you hug him better because now he has to, he doesn't have that force or that full momentum coming into you. So I get it. Um, you still want the feet to be you know better here, but I'm not, we're not talking about the tackle, um, but works into the, into the, uh, into the tackle, grab, pull him, jerk him. But he gets the chest, and, and again, the feet stall. He feels that. He feels he's high, and he's just going to kind of pull him to, to where he's going kind of already. Um, take the inside. So pop, feel it, plant hard on the outside, instep, jerk, arm over, close ground on. What is it? Is, is two Rudolph? I don't know. I, I think so. So good pressure, and there's a penalty right there from Verrett, I believe, because – uh you know, their feet, they're, they're, they get tripped up, so it's kind of a BS penalty. I'm not sure if they pulled or not, but I'm pretty sure a flag flew in after that. Blair, uh, run to pass. So he's going to stack, and, and, and once he sees that the ball's not handed off, he's going to rush. So, 
again, play action. So it's more of a jump set, run fake um, set for the tackle. So he sees that, takes advantage of his length, hands on. Fine. Gets the size into the backfield. Oh, not a run play. Not a run play, but his hands are inside. Again, his power pops back a little bit. Jerk, jerk, rip. It's a really effective move to, to, to jerk into the rip because when you jerk him, he's going down. But now this is only his point of contact, so you want to rip, which is going to lift the arm up and you know uh, shed kind of that that last or the most important point of contact that the, that the tackle or guard or center or whoever it is is going to have. Rips through, corners, gets to Mayfield, who gets the ball out. But again, still a good pass rush for him. Uh, short and try to club them over. You talk about some with Hamilton Rashid, where guys will rush and they're not necessarily don't they don't necessarily have short strides. You know, I I think you know he does for the most part, but um, there are guys who will shorter stride just like a receiver to break. They'll enter to read step guys or or to, or to read guys. Defensive line can do the same thing. So you're gonna see him right here, wide five. Come off. Short stride, just read the block. He's heavy inside, so he's going to take the outside. That's all it is. So heavy inside, take the outside. Club him over, get to Mayfield. Now Mayfield sees it, you know, steps up through the through the gap and goes on the move and throws it or whatever he does. I don't know if he delivers it to anybody. You know, receiver drops it. But nonetheless, still a good rush. You know, shorten your stride, read him. He's heavy inside, go outside. It's fine. Again, Blair's a guy who's going to get sat on a little bit because of the power. But – um, really good rush for him. Short and shot, little little one two. Get in on Mayfield, creates the pressure. Blair power. Okay. Again. Shocker. Uh right here, like a seven. Oh, okay, Paul. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Um again, sees the run block coming. Hands on, take advantage of the length, stack him. Even though he gets caught in the chest a little bit, you don't love necessarily getting caught in the chest, but he does. And this is versus Morgan Moses, by the way. If we did sign him at this point, I'm sure I would have watched this again already and talked about it in his review. Um, but gets hands on. Again, power to stand up even without the best hand placement and control. Like, he's so powerful that with – I said power like a thousand times this episode already, but uh, – and like it's going to be like 40 minutes, but it is what it is. Like, that's his game. Um, is able to stand up versus it. A lot of uh, of his anchoring right here comes from this step right here. In step, stands up. Wants to you know maintain outside leverage, setting that edge. Running back cutting towards him. Pull, pull himself through. Now you're crossing the plane. Not a good position for to be in for Moses. Almost gets it on the tackle, but obviously he's working past the block, but still blows up that run play. So again, great play. That's that's we're talking like hard edges and not allowing guys to cut outside and stuff like that. Uh, good luck with with Blair out there. So you're, it's, it's going to be a guy you're going to see on short yard situations, sometimes in, in pass rushing, but um, Curry's going to be that, and you're going to really keep these guys fresh. Five plays. 
Flare bull uh, pressure right here, five. Ball's completed, but rushes more of an outside angle. Going to be hard for him because he, he the sets decently, you know, good. Um, who I know this right time was that Moten, I think, right? Taylor Moten, I think that's his name. Who's pretty good. Um, if it's not his name, I know the tackle for the for the Panthers is is pretty good. Um, but with the harder edge like this, when when he's when he's kind of really covering it, his only thing he's able to do right here is take the 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 bowl because he's not the most flexible guy, he's not the most bendy guy. So it's gonna be harder for him at times unless he has a really soft edge to take that edge. So um, in this situation, he's going to bowl. Again, take advantage of the length. Take advantage. There's guys who have length don't, who don't use it. So if I list a positive for him here, it's, it, one of them is probably going to be taking advantage of his length. Hand on. Get under it. Tight elbow. Drive. Power. You know, create pressure. Play 16. Lack aware. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now again, like depending on if there's an exchange, if he's taught to press down hard, and then there's a linebacker coming over the top. Um, even if that was the case, there there are times where, with misdirections like that, he he will fall for it. Um, he's kind of like a, he plays like a bat out of hell, so you could take advantage of that sometimes. And um, here they they run this like I think Woody refers to like a like a swerve where um, they're blocking to the one side. It almost works like a duo as well, um, whatever you want to call it. A duo is a little bit different to me, but um, I have to watch it a couple of times. I'm not gonna get into that. Could be just be straight duo as well with this guy just like arc blocking. But um, you like to see him be a little bit more aware of the set, like look into the backfield see this action and then break down a little bit, get lateral to the line of scrimmage or square to the line of scrimmage and, uh, and work back to it. But you can see him really press inside and, and it takes him a while to notice that's happening. And he's not going to be the guy to catch up to Christian McCaffrey. Not many defensive linemen are, but his top end speed's not there. He's not the most explosive um, top end athlete. Explosive off the line power is good, but in terms of like being – bendy and flexible and all that stuff. That's not, that's not his game. Uh, he's right here on the edge. <laughs> yeah. If uh, I know that Salah and Ulbrich aren't going to like to stunt and stuff like that as much as guys like um, Greg Williams did, it's, it's still going to be present. And he is a good penetrator because if you want a guy knocked off their spot, and they're not looking at, at, at Blair, good luck <laughs> again. So one step of field crosses his, the tackle's face by design, wants to attack the hip of the, of the, the guard um, to allow the, the, the looper to loop, obviously, and to both do that and to um, free himself up. So if he can attack that hip hard enough where he moves, then guess what? Now he has an open lane, and uh, that's what happens. He literally takes out his his Fortech defensive end because he throws this guy, what, you know, three, four yards 
takes out his tag. Like, look at <laughs> that is hilarious. Freaking bodies flying, but good job by him coming into the hip, elbow, two hands, one, two, right into the hip. There's no way you're holding up like that versus Blair. There's absolutely no way. I don't know. I don't care if the guy's 350 pounds. I don't care if it's back to him. He's getting moved. Maybe not tossed, but he's getting moved. Throws him. Clear lane to the quarterback. Take it. Like I said, that tackle radius, it helps a little bit um, because of the arm length. Grabs the ankle. But that is a play you love. We're going to watch it three more times to, to be appreciative of that rep. I love that. <laughs> is that Kyle Allen, right? Seven, I think. At that point, I, I, I think it's him. I forget some guy's name sometimes. I don't know everybody on every roster, but um, he is right here. Six tech. Oh, back to black play. So this is this is the athleticism we're talking about. So like, they run read option, just a base inside zone read option, the most basic read option play you're gonna see. Um, this guy's coming over the top, so he's not gonna he's not gonna press this. Um, he's responsible for the edge, and he doesn't do a bad job. Like you, you're taught, you know, again in basic get lateral close distance on that on that mesh point and being in a situation in, in a position to both play the the running back and to play the quarterback if he gets out so he doesn't do a bad job in terms of this but in terms of his athleticism now maybe this is a little bit too hoppy like right there closes a little bit too much ground to be honest but not in a terrible situation but he's not going to be the most laterally explosive guy who's gonna be able to accelerate to get out, out on him and you can see again just just watch the i don't want anything else but for you to watch the athleticism and just notice the athleticism or the lack thereof at times you know and then same same thing next time or a similar thing next time um where they're running there's a bunch of eye candy here but they're running fake jet sweep nope like so now for the defense Take jet sweep, trying to get them to widen. Inside zone, they hit those inside gaps because they widened. Nope, it's not that either. It's a end around. So a lot of lot of eye candy. I like that. Um, but you're gonna have Blair who's unblocked. He's gonna close ground, but he's gonna stay disciplined to the backside. So he's not just gonna um, completely just shot a knife in on you know the inside zone where everything that it might might be. So he plays pretty. He stays pretty disciplined. It's not in a bad spot for the for the. Uh, to cut off the end around. But again, now we're after saying all that, watch them. We're going to note some of the lack of athleticism. Now, not an easy position to be in here where the, the, the receiver, whoever it is, stabs inside, which, get, which gets him to, to, to move uh, to square up because he doesn't want to undercut him or he doesn't want the receiver to undercut him. But still, overall, not the most fluid athlete in the world. So we talk about weaknesses. Again, he's like 280, so you're not expecting him to be, but it's something that's there. Don't love the end on this play, but this is where Terrence is ACL. I don't know if I should even put this in there, but, you know, we're all adults. Um, right here, wide five. So they uh, play action naked to the outside. No protection. Or it's just a straight run play. I guess 
this is most likely a short yardage situation where they're trying to get everybody to just dive hard inside on this, and then he's just going to run for the easy first down and slide. That's what it looks like. He, he just, there, there's nobody out, out for passing right here. Two receivers blocking. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. He doesn't fall for it as hard, you know, as they, as they bank on him. Wilson tries to outrun him. And, again, this is, a, this is not a bad design by them. Like, they know, okay, he's the most athletic guy in, in, the, in the open field, so take advantage of it. Okay, great. Fine with the play design. Um, but Blair is able to chase it down. Wilson tries to undercut him. Blair has to stop and uh, get on the tackle, which he does. He gets the tackle for loss, whatever it is, you know, the stuff. Um, but right probably – I don't know if it's the left or the right, but he tears his ACL because it stops so quick. I'm not going to keep watching it because I don't, I don't want to, you know, whatever. But um, right, okay, well, we're going to do it again now. Yeah, that step right there tears it. So now that's why he was out for forever. But he brings down Wilson, so it's a positive to end on. Not, well, not a positive. That's not a, that's not a positive. But that's it. I'm going to read these strengths and weaknesses for him. Um, strengths plays a good leverage in run game. In the run game, pass game again, he gets there. Sometimes he gets high. Burst out of four point stance. I'm sure it's the same for three, but I, did, I saw all four. Great, great power. Um, Such strong edge, uh, edge. Rolls hip under offensive lineman in run game. Strong base. Effective arm overs. Cross chops, bull and jerks, and pass rush. Length uses length well. Power to play some reps at three, uh, four. I tech. There wasn't a ton of reps, but he did do it, and you can have him play that. Uh, Curry could do the same thing, but he's you know you have. Uh, Blair, who's more powerful, so he would even be he. There's a higher higher likelihood that he would play inside versus Curry. Uh, hand placement, for the most part, um, aggressive shedding, like aggressive shedding, like he does not play around. Like he's trying to shed you. He's trying to throw you into the ground. Effort resets line of scrimmage. Thumper when he hits you. Uh, weaknesses: change of direction, bend, flexibility, lateral athleticism, top end speed or speed acceleration. Um, can play high as a pass rusher, short strider, um, which is not the most conducive to getting the edge on guys, getting angles. Um, counter moves, when he gets locked up, he's locked up. Again, again it's a bull rush. Uh, gets into some bull rushes high with wide hand placement, tackle radius. Again, I mentioned it, that having long arms is better for your tackle radius, but just because you have long arms doesn't have tackle radius. Like, that doesn't mean you have a big tackle radius. Tackle radius comes from a lot of change of direction and flexibility as well. Like how quick can you change to a guy's movement? So it doesn't have the largest tackle, tackle radius. It's a weakness. Can play top heavy. Caught out of position versus misdirection. Um, that is it. This is probably, I'm going to assume, one of the last reviews you're watching. Um, I'm, the, I'm going to bank on Neesman being the last one to, to win a vote. Um, so I appreciate everybody. By the time you're listening to this, it's probably about to be training camp. Uh, get excited. Or maybe training camp is already there. I, I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know when I'm going to put this out, but appreciate all of you. Again, tell whoever you can tell who's a big Jets fan, subscribe. If you're not going to subscribe to the website, at least subscribe to the channel, throw a like. Helps out the algorithm, gets me out to more people. Um, takes a lot. So I'd appreciate it, and I will see you guys soon.